What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Graveyard. I'm The Graveyard Gamer, and thank you for joining me for this retro review. In today's retro review, we're going to be looking at God of War 2. That's right, the PS2 return of everybody's favorite ghost of Sparta, Kratos. Now, look, I told you guys a couple months ago, I put out a God of War 1 retro review, and at the end of the day, it was kind of one of those things where I'd only meant to kind of dabble in God of War 1, 2, and 3 so that I could do a God of War franchise episode for you guys. Well, what ended up happening was I got sucked into God of War 1. Here's the deal. It made me go, I'm going to have to play God of War 2 and 3 so I can really tell you guys all of the little details and kind of really set myself up for a good success when it comes to that franchise episode. I didn't expect to get that sucked into God of War. I didn't expect there were so many things that I had forgotten. So it was ultimately a great thing. I enjoyed replaying it. But if you go back all those years ago, 15 years at this point, to when God of War 2 actually came out on the PS2, I gotta be honest with you, I enjoyed it a lot, but it didn't, to me, I'll say, it didn't overshadow God of War 1. See, God of War 1 was one of those games when it came out, it blew me away. I remember renting it and being like, oh my word, and beating it, and then immediately having to restart it, ran out of time with the rental, had to go out and buy it. Like, it just absorbed me that much. I loved it. God of War 2 comes out a couple years later. Funny story, I didn't have a PS2 anymore. I had to actually trade my DVD player to my buddy for the PS2 because, honestly, I had moved on to the 360. So I get a PS2, and I play through this God of War 2. And I got to say, I loved it. Uh, I really enjoyed the ending and what they were setting up for the story. But if I'm being honest, it never hit me with that same razzle-dazzle, if you will, that Fun factor, maybe. I don't know what it was, but I always thought, hey, it's a good game. It's more of God of War, but it didn't blow me away. So for years, people have talked about God of War 2 being this epic game and so, you know, improved over the first game. And the first one was like dang near perfection that I just never got it. So as I'm sitting here, I wanted to take the time to actually talk to you guys about what I thought about playing God of War 2 over again 15 years later. I'm playing on the PS3 version of it, so you know when I talk about the graphics, understand that's why. But I want to talk about that, and I wanted to really kind of say, hey, is this a relive? You know, hey, you should definitely replay this, or is it like the first God of War game? If you check out that review, you'll see that I actually just gave it a remember because as great as it was, it was kind of stuck in time on a few things. But let's start with the story first, and just be aware that I am going to talk into the spoiler territory because at the end of the day. This game came out 15 years ago. It's been on multiple consoles. It's At the same time, it's had multiple sequels. It's had a soft reboot in the franchise. We've seen a lot go down. You probably already know these spoilers, so let's jump off. And with that, this game starts off not too long after the events of God of War 1. And trust me, Kratos has been one God of War to the fact that it's starting to upset the gods. We see him attacking Rhodes. And basically, he, what he's doing is he's taking a Spartan army and they are just conquering everything. Athena, the god that is most closest to him, doesn't like it. She actually sits there and kind of talks to him, but Kratos just kind of brushes her off, and that's when Zeus gets involved, and Zeus actually activates the Colossus of Rhodes. So now you have another giant boss fight, very similar to the Kraken from God of War 1, and Kratos goes about taking it down. Then all of a sudden, Zeus says, hey, go get the Sword of Athens. He throws it down there, and what Kratos does to fight this Colossus is he actually has to sit there, and he has to grab this sword and give all his godly powers to it. Well, that's a trick because ultimately he does do that. He does take out the Colossus. He gets hurt. And as he's sitting there kind of on death's door, he's really weak. Even the Spartans around him are like, what's going on with my God? Zeus drops down 
and Zeus straight up kills Kratos. Why would Zeus do that? Well, a little backstory on Zeus if you didn't know. See, Zeus was the son of a titan. Titans were the original gods in Greek mythology. And Kronos, Zeus's father, there was a prophecy that one of his sons would rise up and take him down. So Kronos would actually eat all of the little baby Kronoses that he would have. And eventually, his wife at the time tricked him. She put a rock in wrapping and Kronos ate that, thinking it was the baby Zeus. Well, Zeus grows up in private, eventually becomes who he is, and takes down the Titans. Leads an entire war, completely demolishing the Titans. That's where you get the myths of like Atlas holding up the world and, and things like that. So ultimately, what we end up seeing is Zeus is starting to worry this prophecy is going to happen again. Now, we'll revisit that in a second. So Kratos, he's in Hades. He's all hung up on all the arms holding him. And that's when he hears a voice from Gaia, one of the original titans, the titan of earth, if you will. She basically says, you need to go find the sisters of fate. You need to force them to let you go back to the moment you died, and you need to take Zeus down. She's wanting the titans to come back. She's willing to throw her hat in with Kratos. And that is the journey that we start. Kratos comes right back out of Hades, right to the moment, right after he died. And at this point now, he gets on Pegasus the horse, and we see him go to where the Sisters of Fate are. Now, here's what I love about this story, is it gets epic in scale. One cool thing is you get to see a little bit more now. Zeus is a little agitated. We didn't see him this agitated in the first game. We really didn't see him a whole lot, but now he's agitated, and he's, he's almost paranoid of what Kratos is going to do. Kratos is just full of rage. Like, how dare you turn your back on me? What is with these gods? Even though he's kind of missing the fact his own hubris, his own thirst for this vengeance in this war is what led him to this. At the same time, he's trying to figure out what's going on. How can he defeat these gods? He's got these titans helping him out. But one thing I thought was really cool, it was a kind of little side thing that I thought really kind of fleshed out Kratos as well, is you find a Spartan in one of these areas, and Kratos sends him back to Sparta to defend it, essentially. Eventually, later in the game, you have this really cool fight where you don't know who it is. You just see silhouettes. And this guy's surprisingly tough. And when you get knocked out to the back into the daylight so you can see who it is, it's that Spartan. And he basically says that Zeus is destroying Sparta right now. And that's just going to fuel Kratos' rage. But in between that, you're going to deal with the barbarian from the first game. The one that actually had Kratos on death's door until he caught up to Ares. You actually get to fight that guy. To really see who is the man here. Then you get to fight the real Medusa. Like I said, Pegasus is in it. You're going to see Atlas, which is really kind of cool to see him holding up the world. And you having to work in and around his hands to get back up to where you need to be. You're going to deal with the guy from Clash of the Titans. You're going to get in a really cool fight with him where he's invisible. Really cool stuff with this story. I enjoyed it. But it all brings us to the Sisters of Fate. And when you go back and you finally take them down and you get to go confront Zeus one-on-one, what you find out is the reason Zeus is so worried about Kratos and is getting so paranoid. And this is kind of where the game ends on this little cliffhanger is you find out Zeus is Kratos' father. So Zeus is actually worried that the more power Kratos gets, the more destructive he gets, he's coming after Olympus. See, Kratos isn't happy. Not only did he get tricked by Ares, but once he was free from Ares, the gods had him do in their will for 10 years, but never relieved him of the nightmare of killing his family over and over again. So he's not exactly happy, and Zeus knows that. He can't keep Kratos on his thumb. Best way to deal with it is take him out. So that's where the game ends. It's this really epic. I mean, here's the thing about it. What I love is it fits with Greek mythology. It doesn't feel out of place. It doesn't seem kind of like, oh, yeah, maybe. No, it 
Kratos would have been a real myth, I could totally buy it. Like, it fits with something you would read when you read those stories. So I definitely enjoyed it. That ending, that cliffhanger of finding out Zeus is Kratos' father. I remember playing it for the first time, and that's where I was like, oh, what? This is crazy. And then you end up leading all the Titans as they're climbing up Mount Olympus. That is a heck of an ending, guys. But what about graphics? Well, you know what? The graphics look really good. Like I said, I was playing the PS3 version. So I would just say, think of a PS2 game, but to the best level. Because God of War 2, when it came out, was undoubtedly one of the best PS2-looking games ever. And here's the deal. This is like the enhanced version of that. So it even looks better. You know, it's not like it's a full remake. It really just brings it to high def, but it's awesome. And now, the art style well, definitely has its details, right? But it's not like the details you would get now. It's more of like this drawn look. Everything looks really cool. But what I love is everything you see, you will go to, right? So think of a grand scale. You walk out on a balcony, and you see a ton of stuff. Big statues in the background. One of them is four giant horses off in the distance. Guess what? You're going to go there. And I think that is really cool because not only does it show scale that they're showing you in these areas, but you going there, it really just kind of blends into this whole world. And it's because they've done such a great job because it's not a blurry background. You can tell there is details there. I love that. And with graphics and the art style, that's going to kind of segue into the actual level design because this is one of the best design games of all time. Look, the original God of War one of my issues with it is once you got to Pandora's Temple, you stayed in that temple for the vast majority of the game. And while, yes, there was different levels and they did look different, it really didn't feel like you did anything else. You just stayed in this one area. Well, with God of War 2, yeah, you're going to go to these islands. But at the end of the day, they're so different and complex because, man, there is levels upon levels to these things that say you see a chest and you can't get to it. You might sit there and stress yourself like, how in the world am I supposed to get there? You might spend two or three hours playing in this different area, not realizing that it's only catty corner to that chest. And the next thing you know, you run right out to it and you're like, holy smokes, I didn't realize I was even in the same area. It is just a very awesome, well done level design where everything is so complex. Everything is so connected. And again, you're going to go everywhere you see, but it's the way it all flows in together. By far, one of the best examples of level design and layout that I have ever seen. I, unbelievable. But let's talk about the gameplay. Well, you know what? The gameplay for me, you know what? It blows it away. It really does do better than the original God of War. My problem with the original God of War, if you remember that review, I talked about a lot of times, they just kind of threw a lot of enemies at you over and over again instead of kind of making them tougher, working on their fights. This one, the pacing to the fights are a lot better. I never felt like I got in too many areas where it was just like enemy after enemy after enemy after enemy. No, it felt like you would clear a room and go into the next area and there might be more there but it wasn't just this respawning enemy stuff i thought that was great like i said the pacing was also well done where there's moments of exploration there's moments of fighting there's moments of hardcore chaotic fighting and then there's moments of puzzles and i thought the puzzles were really well done and then when you get to the basic fighting just the good old combat gameplay I thought it was really well done. I thought the pairing system's awesome. I thought the new magic you get in this game compared to the last one. Some are very similar, but some are different, and I think it helps a lot. Like, for example, the Gorgon Flash. That is still there. You know, Gorgons are like Medusas, and you can hold and freeze people. That's still there. However, there's other things, like the Chronos Rage, where you can just slam down, and it'll destroy everything. There's one where you shoot a lightning bolt out, and it'll reflect off of different people. 
not to mention different weapons. You have a long spear that you can use that at first I really wasn't getting into, but the more I used it, the more I liked it. A giant hammer that is great for fighting like monitors and different things. And of course, the Blades of Chaos. I didn't really feel that they were that different in this game versus the first game, but when it ain't broke, don't fix it. There's not a whole lot, like I said, in the evolution of God of War 2's combat over the first one, but it definitely has been cleaned up. The pacing alone makes it that much more of a joy to play. Now, what about the fun factor, right? Like, I mean, hey, I'm talking about a great story. I'm talking about really good graphics, and I'm talking about awesome gameplay, but how does that hold up? I told you when I first played God of War 2 15 years ago, it didn't have that same razzle-dazzle. It didn't have that same fun factor that God of War had. Well, now I'm playing it six months after God of War. How do I feel? I got to be honest with you, the fun factor in God of War 2 through the roof. Gamers, I don't know what I didn't see the first time playing it. I don't know why I was just like, yeah, this is a really good game. It's awesome, but God of War 1 is better. I don't know. This game is superior in every way. Like I said, level design, the pacing, the combat, the story, just so much about it. I loved, I was just obsessed with it. And that fun factor brings me to the trophies. I thought the trophies were really cool as well. Most of them you're going to get through just playing and just exploration, like making sure you get all the chests and whatnot. And there was only, I think, one or two that I had to be on the lookout for. There's some urns you have to find, which in all honesty, they're not that hidden. I think there's six in the game. I got four just playing, and I think I got the other two by doing the Challenge of the Gods. There's a few chests that you have to find, these uber chests, which, yeah, those were a little tougher to get to. Those you really had to be looking for. And then there's one for getting uh, Colossus's eyes, which... I mean, you did have to spend a little bit of time, maybe post-game, kind of going after them. But the game sets it up that you could easily farm those. And then you have to do the challenge of the Titans. And i got to be honest with you, the challenge of the Titans, whew, there's seven of them. And I would say three of them are definitely a challenge. But it's rewarding to do it because when you're done with that, you can be like me. And I got the Platinum Trophy. So my second God of War game, God of War 2018 and God of War 2. This is one of my favorite Sony franchises, so to get two Platinums in it, Whew, just that, that extra check mark. Like, yes, I love it. So, great list of trophies as well. Well, that should bring us to our review. Well, what do you think, Graveyard Gamer? Is it a relive or is it remembered? Because at the end of the day, I still thought the original God of War was really well done, but it was kind of a product of its time. What about God of War 2? Gamers, I'm going to tell you right now, this is totally a relive. This game still holds up to a lot of games we have out there. Like I said, they work the pacing better. The combat is on point. The story is really well done. But that grand scale is just so abundant in this game that I loved it. I cannot highly recommend it. And gamers, I'm going to tell you right now, I cannot wait to start God of War 3 in the next couple of weeks. But that's my thoughts on God of War 2. I hope you enjoyed it. I would love to know what you thought. Let me know. TheGraveyardGamerGmail.com TheGraveyardGamer on Instagram or TheGraveyardG on Twitter. Till next time, I'll be creeping around the graveyard.